0: Happy The Day That Democracy Died Day, please. (laughs)
1: Cheers.
0: (laughs) The day that Donald Trump was finally deplatformed from Twitter, Facebook and Instagram.
1: Hey, it's a beautiful day. (laughs) It only
0: took him nine years and an attempted coup, but good on him.
1: Yeah, you know, we got there eventually. Oh, my Lord. You know what? You know how everyone kept making all of those resolutions and those exclamations that 2021 was going to be their year and it was going to be so much better than 2020. Seriously, seven days in, I think we can – I think the new slogan for 2021 should just be, game over, man! Game over!
0: (laughs) What's the bet that Donald Trump had one New Year's resolution that was, tweet one nice thing a day? (laughs) And now we can't <laughs>
1: do it. Oh, it's you, a sad
0: story. It is a sad story. and you oh. know, Only five people had to die.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, my look, more on that next week.
0: <laughs> no, no, let's tackle that now. Because oh! <laughs> it's, it's been amazing if anyone's yeah. been – I mean, we're, we're recording this on Saturday, the 9th of January mm-hmm. 2020. So it's it's going to be, what, we're going out in a day? Yeah. Ooh, current. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh, topical. Ooh. Yeah. This is all going to be picked to pieces by the time we come out, anyway. So I figure we may as well just deal with it now. But mm-hmm. it's it's been amazing watching the right turn on themselves.
1: Oh my lord! Look, um, <laughs> as a lot of people have said, we're very disappointed in Jamiroquai. Um <laughs> the virtual insanity that we have been enduring. Um, Yeah, he he went so far. He went so deeper underground than we were expecting.
0: (laughs) He did. He He, went MAGA underground. Oh,
1: (laughs) my Lord. Look, he is no longer anyone's cosmic girl. I'm saying it. Um yeah, I, I got to say even by like 2020 2021 standards this this really just it escalated very quickly. It
0: escalated very very quickly.
1: Very very quickly. Um and I think you could tell by the footage of the police officers dressed only in bicycle helmets <laughs> trying to fight off an angry mob with assault rifles that they weren't ready for it
0: either. Like who
1: who brings a bicycle helmet to a to a, to a coup? Really? Skid kids.
0: The Fiend and Skid Kids or possibly BMX Bandits. Oh, my
1: Lord. Like, we're just going to skate to a new order.
0: <laughs> like- well, considering the Trumps are basically the villains from an 80s frat boy comedy.
1: Oh, they really? Yes, they, they really are. They do seem
0: like the kind of people that you would defeat with a, with a BMX stunt.
1: Oh, my Lord. Yes. You- oh, my God. You yes. jump
0: the limo and beat them to the line and they yes. don't get to knock down the library. Because oh you God. won the race.
1: Maybe that's it. Maybe twenty twenty one is just revenge of the nerds six.
0: Yeah, except the nerds are just people who believe in democracy, <laughs> rather than the yeah the, the tech billionaires who are now who are now deplatforming. America's Nazis, which is great <laughs> fun. But it's just been so great seeing them turn on each other so spectacularly. Oh, yes. Because, I mean, obviously they tried to do the whole Reichstag fire thing by blaming Antifa activists oh, for infiltrating. Oh, Black
1: Lives Matter yeah. protests pretending to be a Trump. <laughs> yeah. Trump supporters. Yeah,
0: they, they they put on white boot polish apparently and <laughs> snuck in <laughs> and, and did this. But then, like, you actually look – Trump today gets deplatformed from Twitter. Mm. tries a few little sneaky roundabout ways to keep tweeting oh, all wait, those accounts. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Wait, wait. You were saying that like he he got like he got he got like his friend finger craggle yes. so, like he like tried to like seize his friend's account.
0: Yeah, his friend and- his friend offered one up. He changed his name to Donald J Trump and put his picture on there, and they banned him as well. <laughs> So he's literally gone home, like he's been, he's been refused entry to the nightclub. Yeah. He's gone around the corner, kind of slicked his hair, turned his jacket inside out, tried to walk a little bit cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you I'm not the guy that just pissed in the poplar. You know?
1: Yeah, no, that's totally not me. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You know what? It turns out all this time and money that they've spent building a wall, turns out they should have built it around Capitol Hall. Yeah. Just, just, to, keep, just to keep the angry white incels out. Well, that didn't work.
0: Mm. They scaled it. Mm. Who knew? Yeah.
1: Who knew war wouldn't work?
0: No. You'd think that, you know, the Romans figured that shit out. <laughs> America needs a moat.
1: Oh, my God. There's, yeah.
0: there's your next step. I'll build a moat around Mexico. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, if we can't stop them getting over, yeah, <laughs> we'll try to stop them swimming through. <laughs> and then we get sharks with freaking lasers. <laughs>
0: And Mexicans are looking at America and just going, we don't fucking want to come there anymore.
1: Yeah, like that shit. is like, cray
0: cray. Yeah. <laughs> but just the the veracity and the ferocity with mm. which they've turned on the right. Because if you get onto parlor, which is basically the inner monologue of your drunk racist uncle, mm-hmm. slightly more organised, if anything. Mm. But um, I noticed on that one today that you've got Kimberly Trump, mm. who's one of the lesser Trumps. I think she's got a slightly more homeopathic... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lineage, than uh-huh, the other ones, uh-huh. but she's straight up yeah. turned on Ashley Babbitt, the MAGA supporter who was shot dead, and said trying she- to
1: storm the Capitol yeah. in their name. Yeah,
0: like like literally got shot through her MAGA hat. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. And she's turned on her and called her an Antifa spy and, you know, she'll never be venerated. And, you know, it's, it's fucking crazy.
1: Wow. Yeah. It, okay. i got to say, this is an unusual move. You don't normally take the people who literally die for your cause and then turn on them and go, oh, yeah. what a shit bag.
0: Yeah. This person got what was coming.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, that's an interesting move. Yeah. That's an
0: interesting move. But the most interesting move is that Trump is now looking to start his own media empire.
1: Oh. So
0: the, the Trump news network is what? What people are now talking about. He's gonna. He's basically gonna pull all his comms off the Fox News network, mm-hmm. jump over onto mm-hmm. the Trump News Network, and fucking discover that no one's making money at that as well. So he should fit in pretty fucking well, considering not even Murdoch can make money out of media anymore. Yeah, it's. Well, I
1: mean, you know, the Nazis had their own, you know, radio station, so I guess it's it, it's only fitting that he has his.
0: Yeah, just well, he's gonna have to buy a going concern. You can't just do a startup. So he's gonna have <laughs> he's gonna have to buy like the Daily Stormer. Or something mm. fucked like that. Oh. <laughs> or Alex Jones, he's just gonna have to buy Infowars and oh. just rebadge it.
1: Oh my lord! What are you saying? Are you saying we've had it, we've had an offer for our podcast?
0: <laughs> well, we're next. <laughs> <laughs> With our incessant talk of dicks and aliens. And
1: oh, oh my, actually, we, I think we'll be right up there, to be honest. We sound like we should be on board for this.
0: Yeah, I think we should be sharing our, our apps on Parler and <laughs> and Slug and all those other fringe social media networks. Excellent. Where we get to the bottom of the Q conspiracy.
1: Oh, my God. You know what is the worst thing, though? Mm. Do you know what is the worst thing? Um. Seriously, um, <laughs> Jamarique's reputation is just ruined.
0: I fucking love Jamarique too. It's just ruined.
1: It like, really is. You know, it just. Oh man, we thought we thought better. We thought better <laughs> of you, Jamarique. Oh my god, seriously. Like, what made this like racist, crazy conspiracy dude sitting at home? Like, oh my god. All right, this is it. The day that I have dreamed for my whole life. We <laughs> shall take the capital. What does he do? First thing he does is he heads down to Spotlight to get a fake pair of horns <laughs> and like a faux fur, faux fur pellet to make himself his jaunty Storming the Capitol hat. Yeah. That was the most planned bit about, okay, this siege of the capital. Okay, the thing that took the most amount of time to construct was that man's outfit.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He looked like an Ewok on meth, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> he looked like the one guy at the, the celebration after the Battle of Endor who was into fire twirling. But all the other Ewoks were like, oh, fucking here goes Dave. Oh, my God. On the disco bickies.
1: Yeah, the Ewok who went to the big city to make it big <laughs> but instead got lured into drugs and prostitution. His pimp shaved him down yeah. and is now selling him for sailors down yeah, his the harbour.
0: Ewok parents saved and sent him to that really good boarding school and it was all for nothing. Nothing. Because oh. he fell in with the wrong crowd how it goes oh my god but can all right let's talk
1: about my allegedly allegedly my favorite story that happened from storming the Capitol. yes oh my lord this is i think the greatest news story this is going to be hard to beat i don't know if 2021 is going to be able to
0: beat this story when darwin formed his theory Mm. i don't Mm. think he ever had this in mind Mm. i think he would have been Pleasantly surprised by the Darwin Awards, but he still would not have guessed.
1: Oh, the magnitude of this.
0: And the extent of the cosmic serendipity that... Yeah. Irony. Oh, it's... Do tell, do tell. Oh,
1: my Lord. You know, it's not often that you get to throw about the term a beautiful death. (laughs) Enter our hero of today.
0: (laughs) That's the most ironic thing about these people getting Viking tattoos. (laughs)
1: Oh, my Lord. So, um, a gentleman who previously um, during the bl- – <laughs> allegedly. Yes. Allegedly during the Black Lives Matter protests had, you know, pictures of himself in his front room carrying with both of his assault rifles, you know. Um,
0: it's, it's got an Ivan Milat feel to it, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. You know, oh, those lawbreakers, I wish they'd break into my lounge room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd he- show them how little their lives matter. Yeah. Thereby proving the point. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. He was allegedly yeah. one of the gentlemen who decided to storm um, into
0: the capital. Yes. Well, it's not alleged. His body was found <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was dragged in by the Antifa. <laughs> Oh my! Like you know, I, oh, just on a side note, yeah. I just, I, I, it's, it's so crazy how they keep like, oh my god, like, ah, oh, ah, oh, the antifa is after us because you're fascists. <laughs> yeah, antifa is like it means
0: anti-fascist. Stop being a fascist. Why is this dog chasing me? Oh, it's the sausage links hanging out of my pants. Yeah, ah. mate. Someone needs to make the connection. <laughs>
1: Yeah. you're the reason we had world war Two because you're a fascist because of nazis yeah. anyway
0: oh yeah but just with your earlier claim that they're yeah. saying that uh, antifa dragged him in there and yeah. planted his body yeah. if they know anything about people who are dedicated anti-fascists yeah. and activists yeah. and generally would consider themselves revolutionaries yeah. they would not fucking drag him there they'd take him home as hard rubbish they'd upcycle him <laughs> there's a new couch yeah Absolutely, and we can no. listen to our, our stench core records.
1: <laughs> no, you know what? You know what they wouldn't do it because they're probably vegan, probably, and they don't want to touch the dead meat.
0: Very true. Mm. Um, so hard what to if- get that on a fixie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this gentleman allegedly um, uh, went in, ch- you know, charged into the Capitol building, yeah. and then in the process was in the process of trying to remove a painting from the wall. Yeah. He's put his assault rifles down, um, uh, tried to take a painting off the wall, a painting of a gentleman called Tip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, obviously, if you, when you're trying to steal a painting, you know, you, you need both hands for that job. You do, yes. You need both hands for that job. So the question is, oh, what do I do with my taser? What do you, I do with my taser that I brought
0: from My home? taser, my, my tactical high-voltage, mm. uh, allegedly non-lethal weapon. Mm. Well, if you're, a, mm. if you're anyone in law enforcement, you would have it in, I would suggest, mm. a non-conductive polymer holster, potentially, uh, away from vital organs.
1: Oh, you left-wing pussy. <laughs> no. What you do, if yep. you're a man. You love your freedom. You, if you love freedom, oh, my God, the sweet bird of democracy picks up your taser of freedom Yep, and they plant it firmly in the front of your pants. Oh, he had it gangster style. You put it cowboy style. Oh. Cowboy style. Just above the plums and the twig. Oh, no. Then tried to remove just the tip. Just the tip. So we just wanted just the tip, just the tip. He just capital wanted, building.
0: He, so one wanted the tip. Oh, the tip painting. Yeah. Just the tip. Oh, uh, yep. Just yep. the
1: tip. No more. No more. No more capital. Just the tip. Just the tip. Yep. Just the tip. Unfortunately, during the excitement, his taser discharged. <laughs> but uh, but his taser discharged allegedly. Allegedly. Yep. Allegedly. Into both of his testicles.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. They they literally became a Tesla experiment. Straight
1: in the balls.
0: Tesla coil balls.
1: Straight in the berries. Oh, no. Straight to your two lieutenants. Oh. Straight. He tasered himself in the balls. In his own balls. He tasered his own balls with his own taser. He didn't just get the tip. He got the full rod. Absolutely. Oh my God! Tased himself so much. Okay, tased himself in the balls, so much with his own taser. It caused a heart attack, and he died. He tasered his balls to death. Wow. Tased his own balls to death with his own taser, allegedly.
0: You, like, you'd have to be smelling burning flesh at that point.
1: Oh, oh my God. Uh, Armand Muse, our German cannibal, is sitting in prison right now. and Just like, oh, I smell the wings of freedom.
0: You need to use fat.
1: <laughs> Don't burn it. <laughs>
0: Well, that would have come out looking like something from Ratatouille. Lightning-y. <laughs> oh, my lord. How
1: do. Oh, my lord. What? How? What? Uh, Your own balls. I'm
0: going out on a limb here mm. and I'm suggesting that maybe some of these MAGA
1: idiots mm.
0: aren't the smartest.
1: Um. Yeah, so I love it when, like, people watch, you know, like, action films. You know, they're watching and they're like, oh, don't be ridiculous. You know, you can't kill a helicopter, you know, (laughs) with with a car. You know, you can't do that. You can't actually break a bottle on the back of someone's head. But you know what you can do? You can put a highly explosive lethal weapon straight in your pants. That's legit. Mel Gibson's done it. Clint Eastwood's done it. That's enough for me. That's scientific proven that this is not going to go off and electrocute my own ball. It
0: would have been ideal conditions, too, because he's had to climb those capital steps. He's in his combat jocks, which I'm guessing were Kevlar. It was a sweaty, salty environment. Just science experiment ready to happen. He basically turned himself into his own private Faraday cage (laughs) and just zap. (laughs) The least least resistance happened to be his fucking nutsack.
1: Oh, my God. You know what? Maybe as he was trying to take, maybe when he was just fondling around with just the tip. Yeah. And, you know, he had a thought of, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe we are the fascists. Maybe we are the bad guys. And he suddenly went, oh, my God, Antifa, and obviously had to tase himself immediately. Yeah. Um, so died. maybe he died a patriot.
0: Maybe. Maybe. The first two tasers would have taken care of all the microchips implanted in him by George Soros <laughs> and uh, and probably uh, Bill Gates. <laughs> through all those nasty vaccinations and fluoride. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, the rest of them were just overkill. Yeah. <laughs> it was just extra time. <laughs> just you know, that's... Ground and pound. Oh. All those days watching UFC, just, yeah, ground and pound. Mm.
1: Oh, my God. What do you think the last thing, other than, like, 500 volts, <laughs> was the last thing that went through his head? Do you think it was, yeah, maybe this was a bad idea?
0: Probably uh, something more along the lines of, Look, I really don't know what would have gone through his mind. I've I've just tried to position myself in the mind of a MAGA guy electrocuting himself to death through his balls. And it's probably something more along the lines of, will I ever be able to bowl again? (laughs) Or I don't know. I don't know what.
1: You know what I think it was? I think he saw the light. And as he walked to the light, Chuck Norris walked out of that light (laughs) while an eagle, (laughs) (laughs) like, flew overhead. Yeah. And then... Because you know your dreams interpret yeah. what's going on, and then the uh, eagle attached itself to his balls.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's 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 what I think was his last thought. Probably, yeah.
0: <laughs> but what a, what a week it's been!
1: Oh my lord, yeah.
0: With Donald Trump, Don, Donald Trump being deplatformed is kind of the kind of the, the inspiration for today. Because you look at his first and his last tweets, and his first tweet was. Mm. Surprisingly enough, only capitals at the start of the sentence are a proper noun. What? Yeah. this. I know. This is before the power took hold. Uh, but he basically says, tune into The Tonight Show with Johnny, uh, what's his name, with uh, Letterman to uh, see me read the top 10, 9pm Central or whatever it was. And then the last one is, for all caps, I will not be attending the inauguration. <laughs> 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 oh my God. You know what that last
1: tweet was? That's that's kind of like the person who didn't get invited to your party, that mm. nobody wanted to come to your party, sending you an ass, like an leaving an angry message on, you know, when someone posts a picture at the party going, I'm not coming to your party.
0: Yeah, well, no I had a one, better one anyway.
1: No one wanted you to, you know, no one wanted you to come no. anyway. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You watch uh, You watch the footage of uh, Don Jr. He's having a party. <laughs> He's got so much snow.
1: Oh, my God. On that note, speaking of Don Jr., mm. I tried cocaine for the first time this year. Did you? I
0: did. We're well, only five days in or six days I in. Know- well done oh, you. Oh
1: no, I've never tried cocaine before. Mainly because okay, I like basically I got double E boobs. Right. So basically the people who've offered me cocaine in my life are not people that I've wanted to do cocaine around. Right. Because I'm like nah, I you're not the type of person I want to put myself in a compromising position around.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I got to admit I was a bit disappointed because a I wasn't doing it off a hooker. Yeah. I always just assumed that when I did like you know, when I did blow, it would be off a hooker,
0: wasn't off a hooker. And not like an old REM C D case. No, yeah. it was just like
1: it was just like a nice white plate. So that was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Um <laughs> it was like in hindsight, maybe towards like the end of the night probably wasn't the time to like yeah. to, to be doing it. <laughs> to be honest, it just it kept me awake for a ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And I was kind of like, mm, I could have just had a Red Bull.
0: I think it's a bit overrated. You know, I've had it. I've had it a couple of times, uh, and you know, I'm now eight years sober, and yeah. I reckon I had it the last time about a week before I got sober. Yeah, and I just walked home with serial killer confidence. It's like, oh. I don't need this in my life. I've already I've already got enough pathologies going on doing stand up and a whole uh-huh. bunch of other things. I've already got enough mental illness in my life. Yeah. I don't need this as well. I don't need this kind of confidence. Yeah.
1: Well see, I already have serial killer confidence. Yeah. So that, that's that's <laughs> that's not something that like I like, rah, that that's never been my problem. Um so yeah, I was just, I don't know. I think, you know what, maybe it was because I was expecting too much. I was just kind of like, yeah, now something's gonna happen and we're gonna be like, woo. Yeah, because I'm like that already um but you yeah, no, nothing kind of i just i just stayed up and because i was like already drunk i just found that annoying yeah um so i just sort of like you know just like was like walking around the house just sort of like looking out at windows <laughs> just like waiting for something to happen nothing happened there it's a go. bit of an anticlimax yeah
0: well there you go yeah yeah I, uh, I, I can't say i've had done anything that exciting this year i'm afraid
1: ah, I, I was, you know
0: i oh. cooked christmas dinner Huh? yeah yeah yeah, there you go. So you're gonna tick that off your bucket list. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. I I kind of feel like I really do want to do it off a hooker. How does that improve it? Well, It's just. I think it's just part of the experience. Do you know what I mean? I suppose. You know, like
0: it's like kind of like drinking good champagne out of a tumbler. You got to have it out of a proper glass.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think that's what it is. And I think whenever I whenever I've sort of seen it, it's just I don't know. It always just it just feels right doing it off a prostitute. Sex worker. Yeah.
0: Please, for all our cannibalism, sorry, sex worker. For all our cannibalism and and all the other stuff we talk about, we try and remain sex and body positive here.
1: Absolutely. No, no. So I, I would, yes, I would, I would, I would do cocaine again. But I think I would, I very much want to do it off a sex worker.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That's just on my bucket list. The only drug that I miss is magic mushrooms, and there's no romance associated with that. You um, can't say, I want to do it off a guy in you know, a forest. <laughs>
1: like, like some hippie in a tie-dyed
0: yeah. shirt. I want to have it in soup. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no romance to it at all.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's not, it doesn't have the sexiness. I think, I think that's what it is. Whoever, like cocaine, like who did the advertising and marketing, it's one of those. It's not necessarily that South awesome. South
0: Americans, how else it's that cool?
1: Yeah, it's just the marketing. Yeah. It's just the marketing. So yeah, yeah whereas
0: magic mushrooms is entirely marketed by fucking drop kicks from Surrey with tie dyed <laughs> shirts who play really <laughs> bad jungle music.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah, it's not. It's not catching on. No,
0: yeah, it's not. No. White people are
1: terrible at marketing drugs. Oh no, seriously. Like wh- yeah, just heroin.
0: Have you tried heroin? <laughs> Early Nick Cave. No, thank you. <laughs> We're supposed to be a horror podcast. Yeah, I but-
1: know. We've just gone off on a crazy tech. Oh, my God, it's 2021.
0: It is. Yeah, yeah. So we're stuck for material, which is why tonight on Gabbin in the Woods, we've done that classic 80s uh, <laughs> classic eighties writer strike spackle job <laughs> where you do a retrospective of your, your earliest episodes because we're, th- we're 13 episodes in now.
1: Oh, my God. They said you'd never make it.
0: He <laughs> finally came through. But that's the thing, like, so for people who haven't heard much of this or maybe you're just giving it a go, if you've gotten the 25 minutes into the cocaine story and fucking the, uh, the terrible Stephen King novel where a redneck electrocutes his balls to the point where he explodes <laughs> like a frog in an experiment, that's an episode of Back to the Future they should have made. <laughs> oh my god! Have I ever told you my conspiracy theory about Back to the Future? No. Oh, my God. Oh, the whole thing's a metaphor for the rise of neo-Nazism. What? Really? Yeah. How? Well, How? Because 88 in, in the phonetic, well, not phonetic, but in the numeric code alphabet in prison, mm. 88 is whole Hitler, HH, because it's really? the eighth letter of the alphabet.
1: Uh, no, I was well, he? I played bingo. It's two fat ladies. Okay.
0: So without, without having <laughs> scripted this and put it together, essentially you've got America at the start of um, the decline under Reagan, mm-hmm. wanting to go back to the golden days of slavery. Well, you know the golden days of the 1950s when everything was great and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's a it's a metaphor for the rise of American fascism because you've got, um, you know, you've got uh, Doctor Von Braun, mm-hmm. who you know that's the uh, you know he's the rocket scientist who was brought over here and mm-hmm. brought over to the U.S. in Operation Paperclip, uh, mm-hmm. von, uh, Werner von Braun. Uh, it's also Ava Brown. So you know, you think it's it's. Yeah, it's highly sophisticated. No, what's the fucking word? It's <laughs> this is why people don't talk to me on public transport.
1: You've uh, you've had magic mushrooms, you say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm kind of. Anyway, 88 miles an hour. It, you know, mm-hmm. you've got to catch the lightning. You know, lightning was such powerful symbolism for the Nazis with Blitzkrieg and mm-hmm. lightning war and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, he goes back and he has a revisionist uh, thing where he steals the one thing that Black culture gave to America at that point prior to hip hop, which was rock and roll, and it mm-hmm. was redone as you know a white invention. There's a mm-hmm. lot of there's a lot of white supremacy in a film made by a guy called Robert Zemeckis and Steven Spielberg. That's all I'm saying.
1: So don't do drugs <laughs> is I, I think really the heart of this week's I episode. Had to, I
0: haven't been able to go to an open mic in 12 months. It's starting to show. <laughs> I'm getting comedy blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that guy getting up to 88 miles an hour and having to zap his balls with the with the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god. Yeah, that's Back it. to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. That's it. It's like maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's just in, like, another dimension making out with his mum. <laughs> Kansas? <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people at that protest yeah. are Back to the Future making out with their mum, to be honest, so. right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Seeing the photo of them disappearing, just going, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I know. I've, I've always th- wanted to get a finger in. <laughs> 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 I've seen what Pornhub... Pornhub oh. is based on the popular algorithms, and apparently everyone wants to fuck their stepmom.
1: Oh yes, I did. I did read that. That's one of and the most why? popular. Um,
0: yeah. Why popular things steps? I, I would never think about a stepsister like that. No. Ugh. No.
1: because well, you're not supposed to. Because. No. <laughs> yeah. But you know what it is? It's because, like, if you're, if you're a dirty freak, be like, oh, she's not technically my sister,
0: though. <laughs> oh. So I was like, it right. <laughs> yeah. Get one past the keeper. It won't have a weak jaw. Mm.
1: Oh, my God. It's just. Yeah. But, but the other question is, like, they say it's, you know, it was, like, one of the most requested, you know, sort of, like, step members of the family. Yeah. Is that that it is extremely poply popular in America or just Woody Allen has discovered Pornhub?
0: <laughs> Uh, he's, uh, oh, I can't help myself. Yeah. Uh, is that an edit point?
1: For those who missed it, because we've just had an edit point, oh my God, can I just say the greatest thing ever is your child has just discovered how to give the finger. <laughs>
0: And not in a porn hub way.
1: No, not in. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's a bad editing. Just the just the general, you know, flip the bird, shall we yeah. say.
0: Uh, he's home for the school holidays, and I've got him watching entirely inappropriate content on YouTube. Yeah. And, and he occasionally interrupts to tell me about something specifically to annoy me. Like, he
1: told you to shut your filthy mouth he did, he's and six, it gave you the finger. He's six. <laughs> oh, my God. If he's not storming the Capitol in 20 years. <laughs>
0: The thing is, I refuse to tell him off when he's when his insults are right and in context, and I do have a filthy mouth.
1: You do, so you do. Yeah, but see, this is the difference. We've talked about this. The difference is, I've got big tits and a filthy mouth, so I can get away with it. That's the difference. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I just come across as slightly threatening, <laughs> <laughs> and someone who should be on a watch list.
1: Yeah, I know. Just get some tits, mate. It's all so many. I've problems. got some. <laughs> <laughs> Your own, all right? oh, We're okay. not talking. We're not talking like <laughs> German cannibal style. We're not talking about in a plastic bag <laughs> in the freezer.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god! This episode is so
0: random. It's getting weird. <laughs> Because, yeah, what we set out to do was the the classic 80s writers strike spackle job where Mm. a a popular sitcom getting to the end of the season would like go, oh, we're not paying our writers for another episode. Let's just do a retrospective and go back over all the shit we've covered. You told me this was a best of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had to sell it to you somehow. (laughs)
1: If you were just going to take a week off and do shrooms, you should have said, man.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I've gotten into the whole fucking Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind protocol. I know how to summon UFOs with my mind now, man. <laughs> Seriously, watch that. It is the most cooked documentary of all time.
1: What Summoning UFOs with your mind? It's called
0: Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, Dr. Stephen Greer. <gasps> Holy shit. The, there's a deep end and he's dug it deeper. And filled it with more water and then dived straight in.
1: Oh. Yeah. Little,
0: oh. Oh, it's a little cooked. Oh. Yeah. And if you want to pay like $80,000, you can go hang out with him, which is not cultish at all. Why? Yeah.
1: What What do you get for 80 grand?
0: Well, he reckons, he, he, can, he, summon... reckon's, he, he, reckon's he can summon UFOs.
1: Do you get a refund? if Probably not. If it doesn't. <gasps> if somebody would like to give us like 80 grand yeah. so we can just be there and be like, all right, dude. Give me a UFO.
0: Yeah. And you've got to do it within the US. He won't just come here and do it. Mm-hmm. You've got to do it within the US. Okay. But yeah. um
1: Interesting. So hang on. So he can he, he, he can summon a UFO from the deepest regions of space, but just not to Australia. Yeah, pretty much. Only to the US. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe maybe COVID travel restrictions apply to aliens as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm yeah 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 seems mm-hmm. seems plausible mm-hmm. mm. Mm. but let's let's cast our minds back as I look out the window to canned laughter <laughs> and think about where the journey started where we came up with the concept to maybe look at something that other horror co- horror podcasts weren't doing and be really woke about it and that lasted maybe what one week literally one so let's cast our I don't even know how to do this I'm gonna just I'll just 80 sitcom it. As we journey back in time, through a magical time. So what are we we talking about this week? Slasher films?
1: Ah, yes. Well, more specifically about slasher films, because when we were talking about this subject and we were talking about things to talk about, I mean, obviously, you know, we are going to get to, uh, you know, the the ghost stories and things that go bump in the night and unexplained um, incidents. And we were actually talking about the fact of um, what we should do is we should sort of, you know, uh, Kate... uh, keep a tally and have a look into – because there is, of course, that old myth of, you know, women die uh, more often than men and women die more horribly than men. Well, that's the staple
0: of modern horror,
1: isn't it? Exactly. So, you know, we were like, oh, you know, so we should maybe, like, do our own studies. And out of curiosity, you're like, I wonder if anyone has done a
0: study on this. So so we've gone full woke and we've gone into the gender Demographics of murder victims in slasher and horror films.
1: Yes, we've looked into misogyny um, in slasher films. Or, because obviously nobody is going to tune in to listen to something called misogyny in slasher (laughs) films. So, instead, we will be discussing The Titillating Tale of Tits in Times of Terror.
0: (laughs) Brought to you by Russ Meyer.
1: (laughs) Or... Are tits the red shirt of landing parties in horror?
0: Jesus, fuck.
1: Or (laughs) tits the nail in the coffin?
0: Ah.
1: Or tits the death of you?
0: Ah.
1: Or so long and thanks for all the tits?
0: Oh, I like that.
1: Or titty titty bang bang?
0: (laughs) I've seen that porn parody.
1: Or my particular favorite, Titanic. Titanic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're thinking about it now. I
0: am, yeah. <laughs> how,
1: how, how different is the James Cameron <laughs> version of Titanic? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he did start out making some pretty crummy films. like
1: Oh, like Pira- my- Piranha 2. Yeah. Oh, but we should do a whole episode about that. Piranha 2 and Hush Your Mouth is a work of genius.
0: You don't have to tell me that. I will get into, into an argument with you all day about why the entire Terminator franchise mm-hmm. is brilliant. Every single one of those films.
1: Yeah, but it's not – oh, every single one? Every oh. single, including
0: Terminator 3.
1: Oh, no, yeah. no, no. See, we are going to have a throwdown. Yeah, yeah. We're going to, like, because that's – because you're wrong. <laughs> a shit?
0: So long and thanks for all the tits. That sounds like what Ed Gein said just before he was executed.
1: <laughs> I was just, I, I was just listening to that, and I was like, "A hey, are oh, the innocents," <laughs> and then, by, and then instead of that, I was like, "Oh well, there's our first bit of merchandise." Oh, what's that? So long, and thanks for all the tits. I like it. You know, there's my,
0: actually a few merchandise ideas in here,
1: you know, um, now
0: a little retrospective. But yeah, being politically correct and, and trying to differentiate ourselves from other mm, horrid podcasts mm. lasted about 35 seconds. Um, oh, my God. On a side note for mm. our
1: marketing idea, this is what I want us to create for promotions. I want there to be like a card so yeah. that you can break up with someone with a thoughtful letter. Huh? And, and just on the front, it just says so long and thanks for all the tits.
0: That's Nice.
1: And then inside, it's not you, it's me. Signed. And then you just put your name.
0: Yeah, breakup card. Yeah. I like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than text. It's because it's personal, you know.
0: It is. Yeah. It has tits. Exactly. (laughs) I like it. Put it on the list.
1: (laughs) On the list, sir.
0: (laughs) The fictional list that we have that we keep forgetting to add to. (laughs) But yeah, by about 20 minutes later into the episode, things had seriously degenerated. As we started talking about what happens to male victims in horror films. Most of the antagonists in slasher films are men, or at the very least, undead men. Mm-hmm. I reckon they would not want to kill a dude they just found having a fap, because it's super fucking awkward. <laughs> I'll just wait till he's done. Do, 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 do. Do, do 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 He's done. Stab. Whereas you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, but like if you're if you're like a serial killer, but then wouldn't that be like the penultimate man to strike a man while he's like? Or- no
0: one wants to fight a guy with a dick out. No one.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's what I was gonna say. Do you think like so if, if a serial killer started like stabbing you while you like you were busting <laughs> one out, would you be like? Would you use your last bit of go? I may as well be happy and just spend your last bit of energy just like must bust. My- no.
0: <laughs> As you're being hung up on a meat hook. Yeah, just,
1: just, and he's like, oh, my God. And then you're there and it's sort of flapping oh, in Jason's face.
0: That's why he's got stuff. the hockey mask. <laughs> but there's holes.
1: i still get you. It's 100% correct. Nobody wants to fight a guy with his dick out.
0: I reckon the next time there's an insurrection at the Capitol,
1: mm. oh,
0: that's what they should do. Nancy Pelosi, just drop your strides,
1: just get your dick out.
0: Well, Nancy wouldn't have. No, Nancy doesn't have one. But you know, Chuck Schumer and those guys, and uh, Mike Pence could have done it. Just stood yeah. there like like the hero of the day, dick out like a fucking. Just eagle. All, the
1: henna- all the senators, all the cop, everyone there. Just you know, get your dick out.
0: Yeah, like a like a mm. like a fucking care bear, <laughs> arms linked.
1: Ah. No, you know what? Because, like, Nancy, she is a powerhouse. She she has a, like, metaphysical dick. I have a metaphysical dick. We all have, like, a metaphysical dick. And just, like, swing, Be like Beastmaster. Just, ah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All those MAGA dudes are just like, oh, let's just taser ourselves in the balls. Yeah, oh.
1: (laughs) Blinded by the light. And just taser themselves. Just subdued. Yeah. As eagles
0: screech just pure masters of the universe, that fucking hockey guy who looks like Beast Man <laughs> with his spear flag <laughs> suddenly getting killed by Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> spirit dick.
1: Oh, my God. That's how you hold back the horn. <laughs> spirit <Spend> dick. <laughs>
0: it's like a fucking spell from Harry Potter, like your Patronus charm. Expecto Mabonus. <laughs> Oh my God! Spirit dicks unite! <laughs> uh, you're not going to learn about that until the fifth year of Hogwarts, Harry. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ!
1: Uh, so it, I, it was a it was a simpler time when we started this podcast. It was it,
0: a simpler time. It was, but it, it quickly veered off the fucking beaten path. What? what? Well, not really. It uh, perhaps went onto a remote highway and got chased by a UFO. Oh. As happened to the Knowles family in the mid-1980s, Australia's most famous UFO case, which was uh, really fucking something else. Pardon me while I search for the thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's It was a beautiful moment in time. It uh, To be honest, it sort of fries my brain just thinking about it.
0: It does. Let's cast our fried minds back to think about it. The Knowles UFO Nullabor Encounter.
1: Meanwhile, further along the highway, a semi-truck driver who was driving along the same road would also report that he too had seen a strange light. At first he thought it was a headlight, but as it drew nearer, he realised it was moving in a way that was inconsistent to a vehicle travelling along the highway. The truck driver would later describe the light at first like a strong spotlight, but then as it drew closer, as it moved along the sides and above his rig and trailer, he could see it, see it clearer and described it as being like a fried egg hung upside down. How And fried egg has a right way up and a, and a bottom way up, I'm not quite sure, but he seemed very definite that it was a fried egg. Okay. Upside down.
0: You're a vegan, so straight away you've completely gun and badge on my desk in terms of talking about fried eggs. I don't care if you're three days from retirement. You're off the case. Have Have you never eaten at an outback truck stop? All they know how to do is fried eggs. Uh This guy lives on fried eggs and steak sandwiches. He knows his fucking fried eggs. Like, have you seen these these truck stops? They've literally got oh, yeah. signs twenty yeah, yeah. k's out with, with like their radio call signs so that you can radio in your fried egg order. Yes, and you'll be in these places like, yeah, get g'day there, Kathy. It's a uh, Bill here on the fucking on the on the methamphetamine shuttle from Adelaide to Perth. Can I have my fried eggs ready for me in twenty minutes? Too busy to stop and talk.
1: I just need my egg fried. Don't hang it upside down. He goes, oh, fucking no, Cathy.
0: Oh, no. That's an upside down Freud (laughs) egg.
1: This is bullshit.
0: (laughs) I ain't no tourist. I can taste this is wrong. Well,
1: I stand corrected. (laughs) Uh, The driver said uh, the light around his rig was there for at least five minutes and he said he could not see anything beneath or above the light. Now, as the driver approached Mundrabilla, the light disappeared. Now, Mundrabilla has a population. <laughs>
0: that sounds like their tourism slogan. Like, <laughs> the light disappears at Mundrabilla. <laughs> Abandon all hope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean- yeah, that literally could have just been fuck quick, it's Vodrabilla, turn the lights <laughs> <Yeah>. off, <on." laughs>
0: just turn the engine, and just push it through. It, so could, no one it could have been the alien equivalency of like locking your doors <laughs> as you go through a shitty town. Just fuck, it's oh, yeah. Remember um, what happened last time we probed these guys? All they live on is fried eggs. <laughs> we still haven't got it clean. <laughs>
1: That's why they're not taking anyone from truck stops. <laughs> oh, my God. People who live on nothing but are tired of, like, truck stop food oh. and, like, methamphetamine. Oh. oh, my God. Oh.
0: oh, this hillbilly needs to change the oil.
1: Oh, that's Ooh. the real horror out here. Oh, oh.
0: My God. And we wonder why people don't report UFO encounters. <laughs> When they get lambasted by people who are sympathetic ears to their cause. (laughs) To
1: be honest, I'm still a little bit traumatised by that episode. Yeah, me too. More so that I'm traumatised by the idea that, yeah, the prod that they're going to be used has been used by this guy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's like going into one of those like really old restaurants where like all the cutlery's got obvious chips in it and scrapes. You're just like, where's this bean?
1: Yeah, it's like
0: what hospital plates? No. Do you
1: think they have like special probes just for the vegans?
0: Well, if they're if they're if they're woke aliens, yeah, they would.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be good. Because otherwise, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm you can't probe me. I'm I'm vegan. Is that vegan?
0: <laughs> Is that probe vegan? See, War of the Worlds, the original story, they wouldn't have done that because they were just like. Shooting that shit straight into their veins, according to that story, like they were fucking—they like were from an Irving Welsh novel. <laughs> They're just Scottish fucking aliens. Came down here to get some smack.
1: <laughs> oh, that's just wrong. That is very, very wrong. Yeah, I've never been able to look at a truck stop the same way, to be honest.
0: No, no, and i i kind of um I kind of feel for the Knowles family because. We and many other people have given them a very hard time, but probably the hardest time that they did get was from the Australian media who oh, are yeah. notoriously unforgiving, including our very own Darren Hinch mm. uh, Senator Hinch who's now back in the private sector again but uh, who Hinch does not forgive <laughs> he's, he's going to take those he's going to take those little grudges to the grave. Because here's the thing about the Knowles family. Like, mm. when you actually see the footage of these people, it's pretty clear that they're just normal, really simple people. Mm. They're just ordinary folk. Like, they're not in any way showy. You can just tell they're not out for attention or anything no. like that. Like, no. they, it seems like a massive inconvenience to these guys. And yeah. Faye in particular, who – so I think it was within 36 hours of yeah. this sexual incident They're in Adelaide doing an entire day of interviews. Like yeah. like you'd get for a press junket for a movie. Yeah. And they are, like, they're well-dressed. Yeah. They look a bit disco, a couple of them. But the <laughs> mum, especially Faye, yeah. looks like a very normal, very down-to-earth woman who has got no time for them bloody aliens yeah. getting ruined in middle Lamingtons. You yeah. Know? Like, she does not look like she's got time for this shit.
1: No, she really hasn't. Well, she, I mean, she hasn't got time for dental care. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Missing some teeth.
0: It is the 80s.
1: You know, um, <laughs> it wasn't free dental care for adults at that stage. But no, you're right. They just look very tiny, country town. I have no interest in all that malarkey. Yeah. Mainly use the newspaper to clean the windows. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so when they actually do front up to the media, they really look like fish out of water. And one of them, no judgment, looks like he's had a few drinks to deal with it.
1: Oh, now was this Sean?
0: This is Sean.
1: well see. I was. Uh, are we talking about the uh, in the Darren Hinch interview?
0: Yeah, Darren Hinch, Australia's. He was. He was our number one TV shock jock, mm. essentially. And, and the irony being that he lives now on a stolen liver. Yeah. So, which he got from a criminal. Shame, shame, Darren. Shame, 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 shame. shame. All the crime that liver digested. Shame, Darren. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, Darren Hinch filled by shame and crime. (laughs) Um, Well, see, I've seen that interview. And, like, to me, Sean, like, he looks to me like someone who is having post-traumatic shock.
0: A little bit of that. I mean, he reminds me of the people that I grew up with in Mm. in Port Perry. He reminds me of just real down-to-earth people who go – they go to work, they do their job. Yeah. They listen to the footy on the radio. They might go to the dogs or the trots. Mm. And, you know, they, they like nothing more than a beer. And that is their life. They're, they're essentially here to keep the Matrix looking real. So he is, he is not what I can refer to in my old career in PR. He's not great on-camera talent.
1: No. What's it, and yeah, and, that, and that's one of the things as well. Like, yeah, you see them and there's other people like, oh, my God, there's a reason aliens don't abduct me. They wouldn't get a word in for a start. <laughs> <laughs> and when I came back... Like, you know, be like, oh my God. And then I was licked up with this pinch of like grip and the saucer and very quite descriptive. Okay. Nauseatingly descriptive. And some people are like that. Uh, Other people, however, when they tell a story, and like when I tell a story, I like to go from the beginning Mm. and then we'll visit my aunt's house and then we'll visit (laughs) your aunt's house and we'll maybe go to the shops and spend some time at Disney World. Yeah. Um, They are very much. Look, just there's 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 A to B, yeah, A to B, yeah, beginning the end, and they're just they're very just like, yep,
0: no, they're not even A to B, they're A until the end of the sound of A. (laughs) (laughs) That's all they've got. Yeah,
1: yeah. So they are they're not very good in like convincing you, like getting you caught up in I think the terror of what they experience because they were just like, yeah. But
0: also to their benefit, there's no hyperbole. It's Mm. it's literally just they're very straight. There's no lie in their eyes, as some people might say. So they've definitely experienced something. Yeah. And they're definitely both. They're definitely all very scared and very perturbed by what's happened. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's I suppose it's also a bit of a detriment that they're not particularly great at selling their story on camera. But Mm. who can blame them? I mean, I worked in the media for years, and I'm still shit on camera.
1: Yeah. So, well, I mean, the other thing is, as well, is uh, when they were giving these interviews, it was not that long after this reported incident happened.
0: 36 hours.
1: So, 36 hours is not enough time for you, I think, to really sort of, uh, you know, I mean, if you've been, you know, everything's happened and you've been in shock, you, there's a very good chance you're still in a state of shock. You can't, you know, digest. Yeah. You haven't digested yourself what's gone on.
0: True. And if you, as the stories go, if you've just been given $5,000 to appear on. Hinch, which is the number one show in the 80s, essentially. Yeah. You're probably quite terrified that you're not giving good value. Yeah. Because one of the reasons that you shouldn't pay for stories like this is that there's, you know, the talent innately feels that they have to give you value for what they do. Yeah. 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 They certainly didn't get it with these guys. <laughs>
1: Oh my, god. oh my god the other thing is like watching this interview it's talk about pulling teeth like just it's i mean this interview is mainly just sort of darren hinch you know having snidey little you know yeah ew, you know at them and they're just like yeah like they're not yeah they're not very good at yeah making you can like convinced yeah. by what they're saying
0: Perhaps my favourite part in the whole interview, though, is when the interviewer gets stuck into Sean about the speed of the vehicle. And it's... (laughs) You see this wonderful, like, beautiful spectrum of psychology happen Yeah. where this Aussie Bogan bloke is obviously very proud that he's done 200Ks an hour in his car, Yeah. but then realises he may have just admitted to committing a crime (laughs) and tries to back out of it in the same (laughs) sentence. I've actually got the clip here where the interviewer's slightly incredulous and also gives him grief over the car Oh yeah, almost as if it's like, why well, weren't you driving a Commodore or your ferry? You know, it's a very nineteen eighties. Ah. Yeah, I'll, I'll just hit the play button for you,
1: Sean. You, Sean, you were driving. How fast did you get up to? I got up to about two hundred kilometres. That's very fast. Have you driven that fast before?
0: oh uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> and your car is capable of doing two hundred <laughs> kilometres an hour. Yeah. <laughs> no, officer, I have not done that before.
1: <laughs> Save it for the. Just. This is
0: the first time I've ever done that.
1: Ah! Oh my god! What actually is the the? Because I think that that was one of the um, the sticking points where most people called bullshit because they looked at their shitty little Ford Telstar yeah. and went, "No bloody way would that thing ever be able to go two hundred k's an hour." However, hmm. in the research that was done by the investigation by Channel Seven, there's actually footage of them. They've uh, they've uh, you know put the car up. Yep, and they're flooring it to see how fast it could go, and it actually reached spades of two hundred k's an hour.
0: The old Ford Telstar.
1: Who knew? They're
0: an amazing vehicle. <laughs> but you could you could tell from other sections in the interview where where essentially Sean was trying very hard to sell it, and he was really he kind of got CSI Sean. <laughs> On the interviewers and the rest of his family are just very straight down the line, but it sounds like Sean's had a rough time of it because he was driving. And yeah. I'm not casting judgment or anything like that, but yeah, it he, makes. He he did run off into the bush and leave his family in the car. Yeah, including his mum with her tasselled uh, frilly Spongled
1: hot frilly. Yeah.
0: She's just giving an alien a reach around. Fuck that, mum! He's off into the bush.
1: Oh, God, it must have been good, though. That's why the alien came back. Hello. <laughs> that's,
0: that's what all that black dust was. <laughs> <laughs> alien happy ending. <laughs> I'm going to hit play on this other quote because I fucking love it.
1: Uh, explain this. If you're doing 200 kilometres, you blow out a back tyre, would you, would you roll a car or what? Yeah. <laughs> does, that, does that explain it?
0: H- how long... Were you there How long were you
1: suspended How far off the ground Do you think you were
0: well, we don't know Because we were we were, standing, you know, we were in a state of shock Because we don't know What was going on
1: <laughs> Explain that Explain what That's This is not even The main point Of the, of the story You're not on the news To discuss whether or not Your Telstar Can actually do 200k's an hour That's
0: not That's not the crux Of this interview I just, I just love The prosecution rests I'm going to play that again
1: uh, Explain this if you're doing two hundred kilometers and you blow out a yeah. big tyre, would you would you roll a car or what? Yeah. That-
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, what I don't understand, and as soon as as soon as we you know start getting that sweet sponsorship money, yeah, we need to take this is the greatest Australian movie that's oh, that's never been made
0: without doubt, and we cannot fuck it up by allowing Shane Jacobson and Magda to play Jabansky. every role, yeah, Shane Jacobson and Magda Jabansky in Nullarbor. <laughs> so tell me, Shane, could you car get up to two hundred? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I mean, it's got everything. It's got a
1: high-speed chase. Yep. It's got, like, the first, like, alien human love scene yeah. when <laughs> when the mum gives the alien a reach-round. <laughs> like, it's got everything. It's got mystery. It's got an angry Darren Hinch. Yeah. It's got everything.
0: Now, if ever there were people in the Australian Outback driving on those lonely roads who did deserve a visit from the aliens, mm. it's boomers on their way to desecrate... sacred sites with their caravans because it was just a couple of weeks after that that we turned our our keen attention to the problem of boomers and Uluru, and uh, I suppose one of the problems being that a lot of them, apart from the fact that they climb it when they shouldn't, are using it as a fucking toilet.
1: Yes, the, the problem is the shit, as we found in that episode, the literal shit, the literal human shit caked over the sacred site of Uluru.
0: Yeah, they did a good job.
1: Now, many have heard about the climbing curse, but that is not the only danger unleashed by the rock.
0: Because it is literally the hill that old racist people are prepared to die on.
1: Oh, Quite literally prepared yeah. to die on. Yeah,
0: as a metaphor go, not too many metaphors allow you to buy a fridge magnet. <laughs> <laughs> this one definitely does. A living, breathing <laughs> metaphor. I trampled upon an ancient civilization at Ayers Rock. <laughs> yeah, I like we- I like my lo- my lollies boiled, and <laughs> my cultures crushed. <laughs> Now
1: Uluru is also recognized by surrounding tribes as the point that all sacred paths that run through central Australia meet. It holds the memories and stories of the divine beings that once walked the earth. Uluru does have a majesty. It also sits on the line of the planetary grid, which we will explore in another episode. Yeah. Now the planetary grid connects areas of great natural energies and unexplained phenomenon. Now, the Great Pyramids of Egypt sits on the pinpoint on this grid, as does the Bermuda Triangle, Ooh. as does Uluru.
0: Does it line up with Stonehenge? Is it like the Power Rangers? Do they all make one big fucking Voltron kind of deal?
1: <laughs> one big, like, giant fuck-off, like, grid? <laughs> yeah,
0: and there's, like, the ultimate boomer going, I'm going to fucking climb it. <laughs> I'm going to climb it. I'm taking two rolls of toilet paper, and I'm not coming back until all me all brand. Has found a place
1: Oh my god just imagine They're just going on The great shitting adventure (laughs) Of like You know Top ten sites To shit on Before you die
0: (laughs) Here I am At St. Peter's Basilica As you can see That's a nutty one (laughs) Lots of pasta On that trip Oh here I am at uh Here I am at the uh, Thai Burma Railway. That's where your granddad suffered. And I'll tell you what I suffered on that one, too, because that green curry locally, fuck me, I think I was eating cockroaches out of the local street stalls. <laughs> not good, mate, not good, uh, not good. Paid me respects at Kokoda and certainly paid for it, I'll tell you that much. Oh, my God, the red curry.
1: <sighs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's a booming tourist
0: industry. New yeah. Zealand, talk about boiling mud. Holy shit. <laughs> a lot of cured meats on that trip. Not much fibre. Good hungy though. Good <laughs> hungy. And I cannot get a job in regional tourism to this day.
1: <laughs> oh my god! If that can't like attract like boomers to the regional areas, what will?
0: <laughs> I, I can do a perfectly good guided tour of all the lovely places they can take a shit on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my Lord. You see this here? This means something really special to someone. Quick, barrel! hold my trousers. <laughs> Pass the prunes. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, can you just, it's just a beautiful memory you think, on your deathbed to just look back yeah. and be like, oh, it was only more time. <laughs> just, oh, my God, I could have shut the great length of the great world of China.
0: Uh, the grey nomad. The poon nomad. <laughs> Just just a, a kitchen tea towel with all the places you've taken a shit.
1: Uh, uh, with a little schmear. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> <sighs> now the boomer obsession with the uh, shitting in the sacred sites of anyone other than people mm. who were raised in a Judeo Christian faith is not the weirdest <laughs> not the weirdest uh, thing we've dealt with by far. Probably I reckon the weirdest there's the two weirdest things we've dealt with. Okay. Armin Muse, the day release cannibal from Germany. Oh,
1: it's just a man with an appetite? Absolutely. Big appetite. He's a man.
0: Who's, he's, he's not shitting on anything sacred. <laughs> and, of course, people who like to have sex with aliens. Mm. Of course, I said that like it's routine.
1: I know, like it's seriously. My search engine is just is just
0: ruined. <laughs> it's absolutely fucked,
1: isn't oh it? Oh my god, it's just it's dirty. You pick up my you pick up my computer. You can just feel the slime that is <laughs> But isn't out of You're
0: it. not the one on Pornhub searching stepsister, are
1: you? <laughs> it's good to know that there is still a step below us.
0: Yeah, and we met some fucking freaks. <laughs>
1: Now, I know the real question that you want to know after hearing all of this. I know the truth you are seeking. Now, luckily, one reporter has asked Huggins that all-important question. Just what does the inside of an alien's vagina feel like?
0: Jesus.
1: In Huggins' words, quote, I can't say there was all that much warmth, you got to remember, your senses are subdued when you're with them. The intense orgasm you would normally feel is toned down.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> is that is that shame at work?
1: What the? Oh, that's, fuck? Or the hobo he's stopping in the park is dead. <laughs> Elizabeth claimed that she made love with Akon in his spaceship while his crewmate Sharon, collected plant samples outside to give them privacy. So I think he did the alien equivalent of left the tie on the spaceship.
0: <laughs> uh, if you see Just my, my Glaxor hanging off the door handle, man, this spaceship is a rockin'. So come back in. <laughs> Gas, grass, or plutonium, nobody rides for free.
1: Elizabeth says that she conceived a child, a son, and that he was taken back to Acon's home planet of Meteon. Her son, she claimed, did visit her occasionally. However, there was no Earth record of Elizabeth having given birth to this child.
0: Because mm, it's on the vegetarian planet of Meteon. <laughs> <laughs> In the plausible sector. (laughs) Just beyond credulity.
1: (laughs) Now, British psychic Stephanie Cohen claimed on a national morning TV program in Britain (coughs) to engage in regular, consensual, sexual relations with a large group of aliens that she refers to as... Team Spirit. Which <laughs> Smells I is like nice. Team Spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, I guess it's nicer to write on a greeting card than Team Orgy or like Team Gangbang.
0: Yeah. Be aggressive. Uh, I guess. Be e aggressive.
1: <laughs> now, Stephanie claims that she enters their UFO in spirit form while her physical body is asleep. Hmm. Cohen claims to have had sex and physical orgasms with a number of different aliens on planets and other celestial bodies throughout our solar system. Now, according to Cohen, these aliens originate from different planets um, in the Canis Major system and have a number of various forms, including some that resemble the classic greys of UFO folklore. Others resemble humanoid reptiles and cats again. All of the Canis Major aliens indulge in sex, she says, particularly the cat people who are highly sexually charged, well, as we found out.
0: That, that, is, that is definitely too fucking, that's definitely the script with cats. Go outside your window and see two aliens fucking in the bushes. God damn it. Don't you know that aliens are better confined?
1: Get the spray bottle, Barry. Get the
0: spray bottle. <laughs> I don't know, man. I saw that M. Night Shyamalan film. I think water kills them. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's a plot hole. Just use it.
1: Now, Stephanie's number one companion is Ian, which is a bit of a letdown as far as <laughs> alien names go.
0: I have come from across the universe. What is your name, O oh Great Celestial One? Uh, it's Ian. <laughs> Ian. It gets-
1: <laughs> Ian
0: is an octopus man. Uh, uh, Ian's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Ian. <laughs>
1: Ian is an octopus man. <laughs> that's I even can't.
0: better. <laughs> oh, got eight legs, but fucking three letters in my name. <laughs> Not even Barry or just something that's got two <laughs> syllables. Just Ian. <laughs>
1: Nationality?
0: Octopus. (laughs) Uh, Just imagine asking that. Raise your hand in class. Ian, here. (laughs) Fucking eight arms go up. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Here, here,
0: here, here, here. Oh Oh,
1: my God. Ian, the octopus man, (laughs) she says, he stays quite close to me, like a spirit boyfriend. Well, not a boyfriend, a good spirit friend. He had just happens to be from an octopus race. It seems that Ian is a little more invested in this relationship than Stephanie, who on national television just got friend-zoned. <laughs>
0: I think and, and Ian- my boyfriend
1: what my boyfriend really like an acquaintance really you know we just we hang out uh, as at he, the aquarium.
0: As he tries to put four of his arms around her and she shakes them all off in the one go and poor Ian's gotta slink back into anything smaller than his beak. He can just suck into the couch cushions and just disappear well, on I mean- live TV
1: <laughs> Just, just 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 pops his ink <laughs> just disappears <laughs> They're the golden words, like as you dive into an orgy. Like, that's, you know, those are the words you've got to keep repeating. Don't fall in love. Don't fall in love in the orgy. Taylor's as oldest as time. Who's
0: ever fallen in love in an orgy?
1: Ian. Ian <laughs> the octopus man.
0: <laughs>
1: Ian has a heart. And, and I think, well, a technically,
0: he's got two if he's an octopus, two or three. <laughs> And they, and they all, all broke, broke at at their boats. <laughs>
1: yeah. If you play back the tape, you can see the moment that Stephanie broke both of Ian's hearts.
0: If we're gonna have merch
1: Ian the octopus, we need man.
0: Ian the broken hearted <laughs> alien tote bag.
1: Oh my god, you know what? Oh my God! You know for a fact that he's told Stephanie. He has said, "I love you." And you know what she said? Thank you.
0: <laughs> She's asked him for like the number of someone else in his friendship circle.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah, I hear a uh, I hear Barry's single. You know, is 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 that true, Ian? Or, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: As he runs out crying into his handkerchief. <laughs>
0: Poor Ian. Poor Ian. He's such a mama's octopus. <laughs>
1: Oh, my Lord. Can you imagine travelling 50,000 light years only to be friend-zoned on national television?
0: Oh, it'll be the worst. Oh. Just the worst. Oh, poor Ian. Yeah. And he'd have to put up with those horrible British tabloid headlines. <laughs> Follow him everywhere <laughs> yeah. he goes. My neighbour sucked off the neighbour for while I clapped for the NHS. <laughs> but that's our merch, I reckon. The, the breakup cards and Ian uh-huh. the broken-hearted space o- octopus. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, we could release them just for Valentine's Day. We could. Yeah.
0: There you go. They'd be sold as a pair. (laughs) Friend, You are stepping into the friend Friend zone. (laughs) Sorry, Ian.
1: Oh, my God. It's just like, oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) The
0: friend zone. (laughs) Of course, there are worse places to be than the friend zone. Oh, are we talking – are we talking anal? Well, yeah. Well, that's just one of the things that happened on a date with Armin Muse Oh. The German day release cannibal.
1: <laughs> yeah, there, there's, he will certainly break your heart.
0: Yeah, on, on the bloody counter while he's trying to cut it up. Oh, he will break your heart and eat your penis and <laughs> not in the good way. And to just to just sum up a long story short, it's a weird story because somebody volunteered It's a beautiful for this. story. It's a it bi- is a
1: beautiful story of and love. Night, night, we love you. <laughs> no, we love you with salt and pepper
0: <laughs> and some seasoning. Because things after after Armin and his date. Engaged mm. in consensual, willing mm-hmm. anal sex. Mm-hmm. Things took a turn for the very, very weird.
1: <laughs> they decide mm-hmm. to start right with the penis.
0: But that's been in his own ass.
1: Well, we don't, well not necessarily. You don't know who. Was, might
0: be, yeah, he might be a bottom. I don't know. You know, but I don't s- want to judge. But, you Do you know, want to judge the cannibal?
1: Well, even if it was, like, the other way around, like, surely just out of courtesy, you've got to be given a bit of a reach around while you're at it. <laughs> you know, like, if you're hands-on. Like, this is the last rock and roll show he's going to get. Surely you'd go all out for him. Yeah,
0: my God. All so he right. started with the dick.
1: So like, like, call me, like, if you're going to, like, start... Why yeah. I don't understand why you like if I was chopping up a human body to eat it, yeah. Like, there are some bits like hands, feet, genitals, ass. Yeah, I would just cut all of that and be like waste product. No, you know,
0: that's for stock, that goes off to the side. Yeah. You use that for stock, you render the fat down so oh, you can no, make I'd, other stuff.
1: I'd put it straight in the bin. It's like you know, that end of the carrot. <laughs> I'm just no, that's just going straight in the bin. That's just the, the penis to me would go straight in the bin.
0: It's yeah, it, it meat pie at the very least. Mm, oh, it's not a prime cut. No,
1: well, burnt insists that Muse Uh, bite his penis off. uh, I told you you'd want that ice pack. Muse bites and chews uh, and grinds. That's going to be
0: some rubbery shit.
1: He is unable to sever the penis this way. so after chewing and grinding for a while, he eventually gives up and gets a knife and severs the penis. Muse attempts to feed part of Burt's raw penis to Burns.
0: Christ, you never believe what I just had to do. Uh, did you have to drink some chuck?
1: <laughs> but Brandis cannot eat his raw penis, describing it. As tough and too chewy. <laughs> Although from the videotape, it appears more that that burnt was already too weakened by blood loss to eat his own penis. Oh
0: Christ!
1: Muse then attempted to fry the penis in a frying pan.
0: What is it with
1: single men? It, they're obsessed with their dicks, <laughs> dudes. Why are you so obsessed with your dick and you like other people's dick? It's all about the dick, men. It always comes
0: back to the dick. I don't get it. Well, dick. you can't you can't need these emotions, can you? Oh, look at this big bowl of empathy. Oh, <laughs> yummy. Put some more listening on that. Mmm, good listener. Mmm, mmm, mm, mmm. Mm. Of course, you're going for the dick if you're a single bloke.
1: He fries the penis in a frying pan with salt, pepper, wine and garlic. Oh, dude. And some fat collected from Burnt's body. Learn how to fucking cook. Muse burnt the penis. Of
0: course he fucking did.
1: Making it inedible.
0: God. And you've only got one shot at that.
1: Burnt by name, burnt by nature.
0: Yeah, mum's spaghetti, you've only got one shot
1: but so he chopped up the burnt penis into tiny pieces and fed it to his dog.
0: Oh. can dogs eat penis? Is that bad for them? Well, you, you're not supposed
1: to give them like burnt stuff. It's like, isn't it carcinogenic?
0: You can't give them chocolate.
1: Yeah, you Shortly shouldn't you give them dick. Don't give your dog dick like that. If you take nothing from this podcast except <laughs> this one bit, don't feed your dog dick. Don't do it. Don't. But I mean, and the other thing that like is really so you have. You've been wanting to be accountable for forty years. Yeah, like this is it—the big moment. You knew he was coming on the train. You've had time to prepare. Okay, wouldn't you go down the shops, get a few sausages, and have a bit of a practice?
0: This is your Tom Hanks moment. You've got male victim. Get down there, learn, learn how to cook similar cuts off different animals. Yeah, just go. Look, man, I'm I'm cooking something up for my dog. Can I please have some horse pants?
1: I want a bag of dicks. Yeah. Just just go down to, like, your bloody abattoir. I, you know what? Give you a dollar. Bag of dicks. <laughs> what else are they doing with the dicks? They're not doing anything. They'll sell you a bag of dicks.
0: They will sell you dicks.
1: Yeah. But even that, like, just get a sausage. And the other thing is, it burnt it. Like, you know when something is burning. What did he decide? Oh, my God, I'm going to, like, what was he doing while that penis was burning?
0: He was just watching Big Brother. He, yeah. You lost lost fucking uh oh, just I was watching the news highlight. Dude. I would have my recipe down before I got a rare cut kind of yes! Like that.
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and it wouldn't be fried. It'd no. be it'd be slowly stewed to deal with the collagen and heavy like like all the heavy cartilage that's in there.
1: That's how you like your dick?
0: That's how I like my dick.
1: Yeah. Would For- you would you put it in like one like
0: like chop it up into like a little- dick wellington? Yeah. No, nah, probably probably more like uh like a dick sausage roll.
1: Oh, oh. Yeah. 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 That'd be nice. Some
0: carrot and some parsnip, slow roasted in the oven.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I, don't think just, just you know, because it's like there's not a lot of meat on that. Very you little. Can't just you can't just throw that on the. No. God. Oh, it makes me so angry. You know what? There's our next bit of merchandise. What's that? Bag of dicks.
0: <laughs> well, that's technically a Louis C.K. joke. So let's, that's the least offensive thing that's happened in the last five minutes.
1: Oh, Louis C.K. joke is a joke.
0: <laughs> I, listening back to that clip, actually, mm. I'm a little bit worried about some of my reactions to that. <laughs> what? I've been watching a lot of Gordon Ramsay videos at that time. <laughs> so naturally, I've become a keyboard warrior chef. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, are oh, you just doing this all wrong?
1: Yeah. I, can I say that, that is, that is, uh, I think that's where you get the quality content. And I love the fact that we do an hour devoted to uh, one human being eating another human being and the thing that disgusts us the most is how he actually cooks the other man not that he slaughtered another man yeah um that he went looking for another man to slaughter you know or that cannibal cafes exist the shitty way in which he cooked him that's what offends the most i'm like and i'm vegan as well yeah I'm, I'm, even I'm just like, well, that just, no, that's a rare kind of meat.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh. Get yourself a sous vide machine <laughs> and learn your way around the kitchen. <laughs> Understand how collagen and cartilage breaks down mm. and fucking deal with it. Mm.
1: Like you can look up anything on YouTube. I think
0: the Germans were supposed to know how to cook with meat.
1: No, apparently not. Apparently not. No. Well, not meat
0: and two veg. Yeah. Hey! Ah, hey, Hitler was a vegetarian. <laughs> hey, plumbing new depths. <laughs> now, where's a crowbar to get this next segue in? <laughs> we need a
1: crowbar sound. What's our What's our next one?
0: Well, the scientific method uh, mm. with which we approach our podcasting is similar to that oh. which pervaded uh, early naturalism in Australia mm. in the search for the mythical Yowie. Science. 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 Curiosity.
1: Now, in 1882, um, an amateur naturalist, Henry McCoey, because back in the day, anyone with money could just be like, I'm a naturalist. I'm a doctor.
0: Now, naturalist these days, of course, means that you're a nudist mm. and a bit of a perv. Mm. Yeah, but back in those days, that's when you were a practitioner of the natural sciences. Yes. Let's go exploring and collect skulls. Whilst nude. (laughs) That's the only way to do it. It's like an Albie Mangles film. (laughs)
1: Now, he wrote in an article named Australian Apes. Okay. That he himself had seen an ape indigenous to the land on the New South Wales coast.
0: Let's just be clear. There are no apes here, unless we're talking exclusively Yowies. Yeah. so He's already gone out on a limb.
1: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, in fact, it's not just ape; it's apes. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh,
1: there's more than one. Yeah, yeah, enough to publish a, a whole book. But remember, this was at the same time there were people like people sent back um, reports about the platypus. Yeah, and they were like they were basically accused of being liars in England yeah. because nobody believed that the platypus was a real creature. And what do you know? It is. Yeah,
0: very real. We've nearly got rid of it. <laughs>
1: I, oh my god! Have you seen a baby platypus? Oh, they're ridiculous. The little pugs, puggles,
0: <gasps> yeah, they're ridiculous. Oh
1: my! Oh my god! I instantly became fertile in that second just <laughs> thinking about a puggle. Like, oh my god, they are so cute. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Yeah. So you know the the fact that people like disbelieved it back in England is not necessarily a sign of science.
0: Yeah. Shall we say? The trappings of wealth. I'm a naturalist.
1: Naturalist. (laughs)
0: There's an inland sea of gold. I'm going to get it and I'm not taking any water because I'm intelligent. Quick,
1: pack that grandfather clock. (laughs) We're going on an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Cut
0: to dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, in his book, Australian Apes, and I quote, a few days ago, I saw one of these strange creatures It was tailless and covered with very long black hair, which was of a dirty red or snuff colour about the throat and breast. Snuff colour? Snuff colour. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, you're fucking posh when you're describing things (laughs)
0: according to the colour of your snuff. (laughs) I'm on the backy, mate. No, it's snuff. (laughs) (laughs) Now...
1: Its eyes, which were small and restless,
0: be all the snuff,
1: <laughs> were partly hidden by matted hair that covered its head. <laughs> this is my favourite bit. Yeah. Okay. Of uh, Henry Mckuey as a naturalist. Yes. As a scientist. Yes. Recording nature for history. Did he shoot it? I threw a stone at it. <laughs>
0: As is the Attenborough way.
1: It's nothing says science. Hi, like. I threw a stone at it. <laughs> oh my God! It's my it's my favorite line in a science book ever. <laughs> I. Oh my God! I threw a stone at the animal. Whereupon, it immediately, rushed off.
0: <laughs> well, we can we can certainly establish that it has reflexes. Oh. Mm, yes. Oh. Would it salute the king though?
1: <laughs> so that's
0: the difference between naturalism back then and in the social media generation. Because if you came across a a large, black, hairy, gnatted animal with eyes obscured by its by its long forelocks and its dejected look of a of a of a Dickensian workhouse boy, <laughs> you know these days they'd. They door before and after where they shave it and give it a bath. So <laughs> <And laughs> someone luring it into a van. Come on, boy. This street dog hasn't eaten for weeks.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, while that's happening, somebody would updo its cave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We've got a stone-proof door.
1: <laughs> Get it some, like, you know, Swiss furniture. And... <laughs>
0: oh, give it some Ikea made from the trees that it used to live in. <laughs>
1: Oh, my Lord. Oh, science.
0: You know, ever since the uh, Liberal Party Coalition took over in 2013, Mm. they defunded the CSIRO to the tune of $700 million. That is now their science, throwing rocks at things. Yeah, it's pretty much all they can afford. (laughs) (laughs) Did you bring back the company rock?
1: (laughs) The worst bit is, like, after you throw the rock at the creature... The intern has to go get the rock. <laughs> That's our science rock. Oh, I'll just throw that away. That's my science rock. Go get my science rock. Can we train a
0: dog to go and get it again? <laughs> Don't have the budget for a dog.
1: <laughs> the rocker, no, the dog is too valuable. Send the intern, <laughs> you boy.
0: <laughs> Head rock fetcher for the CSIRO. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stop fanning me for a minute and go get that rock, will you? <laughs> oh,
0: hello to our good friends at the CSIRO who do amazing work <laughs> under incredible political pressure.
1: Oh my lord! You know what? There, there's our next bit of merchandise. Yeah, science rocks.
0: Oh, totally! Like it's like salt lamps. Yeah. We could totally do that. Yeah, and we just write science. <laughs> Absolutely. It's yowie it's a yowie <laughs> rock.
1: <laughs> Keep this in your house in case of emergencies. If something throw something comes into your house that you're not quite sure about, take a leaf, a book out of
0: science, and throw this stone at it. <laughs> a student of natural history would never go for a perambulation without his science rock. <laughs> For the uh, for the dealing off of natives, yaois, and possibly women.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, women! Oh, oh! Suffragettes, throw it! Oh my God! Yes! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> woman with an opinion what's next (laughs) oh my lord oh my god quickly charles she's going to start talking about her period
0: (laughs) there's science involved in that throw a rock at it
1: here take this science rock and plug it up
0: oh the tampon was invented by a man (laughs) it's a horrible idea but there you go (laughs) oh my god i uh, uh
1: Let's look, that's a whole other story. The, you should look up the history of the of the tampon.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. your Google history even more.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's I have I have looked it up. It's maybe we'll do another episode.
0: Yeah, mm. you, I reckon I reckon one of the weirder things that we have dealt with, mm. uh, and definitely there's no merch in this unless we can come up with the <laughs> use for a a service station cup. <laughs> was your look <laughs> your terrifying look into? Oh being home aloneish <laughs> or otherwise known as people who've been found in your crawl space, roof and cupboards. Mm-hmm.
1: But they looked and had found nothing. A couple of nights after the plaster, Tracy was woken by strange noises in the ceiling. The following morning, Tracy, realizing that her kids were shit, sent her nephew up into the ceiling space.
0: Jesus, man. Is this a fucking Blumhouse film?
1: Oh, my God. All oh, he is this nephew, was he wearing a red shirt when she sent him <laughs> up? Clearly disposable. The nephew searched a lot more thoroughly than his cousins, and what he found horrified him. He found several large junk food takeaway drink containers. Oh, don't judge. All filled to the brim with human feces. Oh!
0: Oh, what? So he's clearly gone to McDonald's.
1: As well as containers of urine.
0: Oh, hang on. So he's shat in a cup uh-huh. and he's pissed in something. I would have pissed in the cup and uh-huh. shat in the bag. <laughs> this guy doesn't think. I, what
1: I find more disturbing is that the nephew found one takeaway container of feces and then opened six more. <laughs> Look, at- are you like, yeah, it's probably going to be human feces in there? Whoa, what do you, I oh know, maybe, maybe this one will be filled with candy. Oh, it's, it's, that's, that's human feces. Hey, mum,
0: I found a bottle of yellow Pepsi in the car park. Can I drink it? No, no, you can't. Uh, it's next to this caravan.
1: But there, behind the feces and behind the urine, there, hidden behind insulation in the back corner, was Tracy's ex. Boyfriend, ah,
0: oh, the cup shitter himself.
1: Whilst Tracy called police, the ex-boyfriend pushed past the nephew down the attic stairs and ran out of the house. <laughs> hey, when- come back! You left your shit behind. <laughs> oh, oh my god! This is just going out in the street with the wedding video and the Sean Claude tapes. <laughs> When police arrived, they investigated the ceiling space and found a small hole in the ceiling right above Tracy's bed oh. where he had clearly been watching her while she slept. Oh. I have a feeling there was another cup of something. Yeah. Oh. The ex-boyfriend. Now, when I say ex-boyfriend, yeah. they had dated 12 years previously.
0: Well, she clearly made an impression.
1: He had only been released from prison 90 days prior, Ooh. where he had been in jail the last time for stealing her car.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: The police could not be sure exactly how long the ex-boyfriend had been living in the attic space, <laughs> but judging by the amount of faeces, oh. people estimated that he had been in there for at least two
0: Weeks. Oh, and you know how they did that too, don't you? They they totally got the guy who's used to doing long stakeouts. <laughs> what kind of stretch is this? Uh oh, it's a six-cup shitter. He's been there two weeks. <laughs> he
1: just spits some chewing tobacco and gets back in the car.
0: That's there as a six-week. <laughs> and being American, you know those cups are fucking big too. They, they-
1: like, they're like two litres of cola. Yeah, yeah that's...
0: Big gulp, big dump.
1: Now, the other disturbing thing about this case is the fact that there is no way to access the ceiling space from outside the house. No loose tiles, no windows, and there were no signs of forced entry, which means the only way the ex-boyfriend could have reached the ceiling space was by coming through the house. (sighs) There is, however, no report of the ex-boyfriend being found, so check your attics, ladies.
0: He had access to the house. Chose not to use the toilet.
1: Well, I think it was like once you get into the attic, you've got to pick your time. Maybe just his
0: He's getting maccas. (laughs) What's he doing? What's he doing?
1: At what point does it stop being like a necessity and it becomes a kink? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: like goes to McDonald's. Oh, I
1: don't need to go right yeah, now. Just yeah, while you're in the queue, maybe.
0: Yeah. Maybe Just I'm, I'm going to go back up to the attic and in the dark do my little NASA docking mission. <laughs> Try and thread this needle. <laughs> and then keep them like a trophy on the shelf. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> has it still got the ice in there? It's still got the straw in there. Oh, Wesley like gets it on there like a fucking oh. like a corn dog. <laughs> we started out trying to be woke. <laughs> we ended up doing corn dog shitting,
1: shit in a cup. Yeah,
0: shitting in a cup.
1: Oh my god, two podcasters, one cup. <laughs> Oh Um, my lord. Again, I love the way that we find the way to like cut into the true heart and horror of the matter. Is it that this man has violated her privacy, stolen her car, broken into her house and has been watching her while jerking off while she sleeps soundly in her own bed? No, it's because he was shitting in the cup and not the bag. What's wrong with you, sir?
0: (laughs) We are on the spectrum. (laughs)
1: We are on a watch spectrum. Yeah, we're on a watch list now. You know what? I, mean, I think this is the problem. I think that's why those people were able to take over the Capitol building. There were too many resources spent looking at the two of us when they should have been looking elsewhere.
0: Absolutely. And metaphorically, we've gone from pure intentions to tasering our balls to death. <laughs> Oh, uh, But we'll be back next week with uh, more weird and murder mystery kind of stuff. With more shit in the cup. Yeah, let's not even try and sell this as anything sophisticated. We're going to find something to talk about poos and dicks. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. This is why I'm not on ABC Radio anymore.
1: Oh, actually, next week we are, our next episode, you're going to like it. Mm. It's called The Junkening
0: the junkening.
1: hmm It's all about men and the trouble they get their penis into.
0: Oh, we do we have enough time? <laughs> well, a couple of – just a couple of examples. Fair enough then. Well – Thanks for tuning in and listening to our weird little 1980s retrospective. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> strangers <laughs> should have got the fucking Wayne's World music, <laughs> but that's all I could get at short notice. But uh, oh, there you go. You're a shit on the stick. You know that? Absolutely. <laughs> so if you like the podcast, refer us to your friends because we don't have enough money to promote it. But uh, or enough friends to promote. <laughs> no, exactly. I've been doing, doing stand up for 15 years, and my friends are fucking done. <laughs> it used to be you'd start this, you'd start off a run at a festival, and you'd You'd see friends, and then it become strangers. Mm. Mm. Now, strangers. Mm.
1: <laughs> I've got to admit, I've shat in too many cups and too many addicts.
0: People aren't on board anymore. Yeah, no, it's yeah. The internet's ruined it all. <laughs> they really have. Got to have a hobby. They do. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.